Hi guys, I'm Sadie and this is Love What Luck, your weekly catch-up on all things dating, relationships and just life in general. I love love and I love some good girl talk. This is a judgment-free zone and there's never any holding back. So come join me every Tuesday and let's share the love. Hey guys and welcome back to Love What Luck. I hope you all had a nice week in the sunshine this week. Like the UK had a little heat wave this week and I feel like as a nation we were all just better people for it. We were all happier in better moods. Life was just better. I feel like good weather is the one thing that collectively we don't take for granted. Like we appreciate it so much because we just do not get it. So yeah, people are having barbecues and just like proper getting into summer mode and I loved it. So hope you all enjoyed it. I was in Paris last weekend, as you probably saw on my Insta. Um, and yeah, it was absolutely lush. So much fun. I realised it was my first little girly weekend away since 2019. It's my last trip with like a girlfriend. So definitely needed and yeah the sun was shining and it was actually warm like we're having drinks and outside and eating outside and oh it was so nice and I actually recorded like a mini vlog like it's literally about 10 minutes long but I recorded it and I uploaded it to my youtube channel finally so yeah if you want to check that out I'm going to put the link to my channel in the show notes and also it's on my instagram at Sadie Maltby and at love what luck also in the very same night edited and uploaded my holiday vlog from the Caribbean cruise in January which I've been sitting on this whole time but your gal just smashed out two videos in one night so yeah come subscribe to me on there I'm going to be putting more stuff on there's a few full episodes of the podcast on there already and I'm going to be putting this week's on there so if you prefer to see my face (laughs) come on over um and yeah check it out But now, on with the show this week, I could not come on here without discussing the absolute shock and horror that went down in the Oscars on the weekend. Like, Will Smith, our saviour, our hero, like the Prince of Bel-Air, who we've essentially grown up with, lost his shit and slapped Chris Rock on stage at the Oscars for making a joke about his wife Jada. I don't know why I'm explaining what happened to you because unless you literally like were in a rock and like slept all day on like Sunday, Monday, you would have seen that this happened. I literally had two BBC News notifications over it. Like BBC News don't report just anything. They only report like the hard-hitting shit and... This was one of them. Even the TVs in work, in the kitchen, we have two TVs that show Just News. I think it's Sky News. Or it's like a news channel. And genuinely, not lying, this is the first item of news I've seen on there since COVID and what's happening in Ukraine. So for like the last however long... This is the first item. I went up to get my tea and biscuits <laughs> this morning and they were showing like the red carpet of like Will and Jada and the kids taking pictures. I was like, oh my God, this is actually like rock the world. No pun intended. Wow. Did anyone see it come in? 
because I did not, not only did he slap at me, then also shouted, keep my wife's name out of your effing mouth, twice. Like, imagine being sat in the audience. Like, that's what I'm hoping for next. I've seen the picture of Nicole Kidman reacting. And one by one, I would like to just see everybody else's reactions because I couldn't believe it. Uh, my friend just moved to San Diego, so she watched it in real time. So I woke up to the BBC News notifications and messages off my friend and, like, the links to watch everything. She was like, e-entertainment over there. And, yeah, wow, what a morning. So obviously the internet has gone mad for it and he did his speech after which like I'm like low-key sad for him because I'm like you won an Oscar after all this time and I absolutely love that King Richard film it's so good you've won an Oscar for it and it's just like completely overshadowed by the fact that you slapped Chris Rock like I'm still not over it (laughs) Um, but yeah in his speech you would have seen that he basically said that love is what made him do it you know when he's a protector of his family and love like makes you do crazy things which by the way is what every like quote-unquote crazy boyfriend says like oh but it's only because I love you so much like obviously I'm saying it quite light-hearted but you know that there's actual like people out there in emotionally abusive relationships that you know that's their justification and you know I've spoken on you before about my like few crazy boyfriends and that's what they used to say like and look I wasn't like a victim of domestic abuse or anything I'm not saying that but I'm just saying it's like interesting how people like use love as an excuse to behave so crazy which I get because love is like the strongest emotion we can feel in my opinion you know and it does make you act a certain way but my god come on well <laughs> like Chris Rock just doing his job like can I just say thank god Ricky Gervais falls in there I feel like Ricky Gervais <laughs> even though he's had no part in it just seeing his name being brought into it because Ricky Gervais is known to host the Golden Globes and just like absolutely rip into people on a much of scale and yeah thankfully he hasn't got anything which now seems like shocking but I would like to think that Chris Rock didn't know that Jada had alopecia like I didn't know um I mean she looks absolutely stunning I thought she was just rocking the like shaved head look so I'd like to think that he didn't know I don't know I mean you don't know what if there's a backstory if, you know, Chris Rock has been, like, making digs at her for a while, like, you don't know, I don't know, so, or I'm not gonna pick sides or anything, but I just want to focus on, and this isn't even, like, Will Smith, this is just the general, uh, concept of love making you do crazy things, so, as I touched on just then, I've mentioned my crazy boyfriends, and one of them was my first love, and I think I've said this as well before, how, like, when you fall in love for the first time, I feel like whatever that relationship is like, particularly if it happens when you're young, I feel like whatever that relationship is like, it can really shape how you feel about love. And like, I know this to be true because my first boyfriend was like, just didn't like me going out and would, you know, get really upset if I went out and was just hard work. But I thought he just loves me so much that 
you know, you can't bear the thought of anyone like looking at me. And for a long, long time, Loki is probably still there somewhere. I don't know, maybe not now, but for a long time, I associated that with love. Like, okay, if, like a guy in my case, if a guy, you know, is that possessive over me and that, like, controlling and... Because he was never, like, nasty, you know? So I didn't have that side of it to, like, know that it was wrong. So I just had, like, the sort of loving side to it where it was like, oh, yeah, but, you know, I just love you so much and I don't, don't want you to go. And I thought, oh, my God, this guy is so in love with me that he just can't bear the thought of losing me. How nice. And then obviously it gets too much and then, like, you break up and stuff. But then, like, my next relationship was the same. It wasn't as bad, but it was the same. And I just... You know, they've my longest relationship still to this day. Because I've just, like, always just thought at the time, this is just what love is, I guess. And it's only now that I'm older, I realise, no, that's absolutely not the case. And it's definitely more, like, how somebody reacts is definitely more of a reflection on them, not you, another relationship like Matt is the most chilled guy ever and I'm pretty sure like he loves me still you know and I don't think like my first boyfriend loved me any more than Matt it's just how they show it and you can also relate this to like friends and family it's not just like when you're in a relationship but it's like if somebody bad mouths your sister your brother your best friend your cousin whatever there's like, yeah, it makes you angry, I have no doubt about it. But it's just the levels of how you act to it. I am not a fighter. I cannot imagine going up to somebody and slapping them. Oh, there is a lie as that's come out my mouth. Oh my God. <laughs> not me getting a flashback. <laughs> not me getting a flashback midway recording this. I did slap my sister's ex-boyfriend because he was an absolute dick to her. So, wow, that turns this podcast on the head then, doesn't it? I was going to say, I can't imagine doing it, but shit, I did slap my sister's ex-boyfriend because he was so horrible. Um, Okay, then. Well, I don't know if this makes me a better or worse person than Will Smith, Um, but what I will say is I cannot imagine, like, going up to a girl and starting a fight or slapping her for anything I don't know it's weird because you always hear people say like you know if somebody did something to my family if somebody did something to my mother I'd kill them or if I get hold of them I'll kill them for like what they did but I just think that is a reflection on the type of person I don't think that's a reflection of love because it (laughs) you're telling me that somebody who would hit somebody for offending the person they love, loves them more than the person that wouldn't hit them. Does that make sense? Like, the level that you love somebody shouldn't be determined on whether or not you're willing to fight somebody if they offend them. Like, you can also love somebody really hard and be crazy in love with them and have a word with somebody afterwards and say, you know, this is non, this is offensive. Also, If somebody hit me, I would be much, much less likely to forgive and forget. 
Whereas if somebody, like, say I was Chris Rock, <laughs> say I was hosting the Oscars, um, no, but if I was, if I did something and said a joke that offended somebody, I would feel so much worse if they came to me after and said, look, that really upset me, that, you know, I'm really going through it, that was horrible, like, that for me, I would be like, oh my god, that would really, like, hurt me because I feel like that's like your morals your values like that would hurt me whereas if somebody came up and slapped me I would be like um sorry what just up here trying to get my paycheck please (laughs) I would find it much harder to let it go but he has said he's not Chris Rock has said he's not pressing charges which, I mean, come on, you're not going to go... Like, I would neither. If you're Chris Rock and Will Smith, you're not going to go to court, you. I just... Like, it's not worth it. But, yeah, I feel like... Whilst we all get angry, I... You know... I don't think that that's a sign of how much he loved Jada. I think we would all still believe that he loved Jada... If he didn't do that. And also, can't help but bring up... The fact that, lest we forget, Jada and August Alcina's um which was apparently cool but I don't know there's more backstory to that as well because I think they probably have an open relationship but have you seen the meme I'm definitely gonna post it on the (laughs) on my Instagram have you seen the meme of like Will when somebody like smashes his wife and it's a picture of Stevie, Stevie Wonder and then it's like Will when somebody makes a joke and it's a picture I think it's just like a meme of somebody really angry yeah it's like pick and choose your battles but I don't know my main question is does love make you that crazy does it change your behaviors I do remember once being out with my ex and these two girls were horrible to him they like asked him to get they caught or something like I think they I think we were sitting down and they caught were by us and um he just gave them to her and they like gave him a stinking look I remember being like oh hell no and I like did you know go on and be like why are you being horrible but again that wasn't a true reflection because oh my god I love this man so much and nobody can speak to him like that that was just because at the time that night yeah you know it's like if you're in a bit of a touchy mood if if you're not in a good place then it can come out in different ways I actually listened to a podcast on this the other day different type of thing that he was saying but I can actually relate it to this and he says that he called them something like micro stresses and he says when we wake up in the morning I feel like this sounds like it's going off on a tangent but there's actually a point he says that when we wake up in the morning our alarm goes off and we're tired that's the first micro stress then you pick up your phone you snooze and then you're late that's the second micro stress you're aware that you're late already because you're not getting up the time you should then you pick up your phone, you have some notifications, that's a third micro-stress. I know it just goes on and on like this. Then you, then you get up later. Then, I don't know, there's no toothpaste left. No, just like all these little micro-stresses. And he said that they basically, they build up. And then by the time you get to work and like your boss does something, you react so angrily. But it's not just what your boss has done or said. It's a build-up of the micro-stresses. And I feel like that can kind of be related to this. I don't think Will Smith or anybody that acts that quickly and gets angry that quickly 
is purely because of that comment like I just think there's gotta be something else behind there and that's why I felt bad like when he was doing his speech his acceptance speech and he was upset I was like just like looks like he's going through something you know and there's like two sides to everything so yeah there could be stuff going on I feel like even you know it even dictates on if you can laugh at a joke or not if I'm in a really bad mood I'm not laughing at any joke funny or not because I just don't want to I'm just like no like best believe if it's PMT week Matt knows all too well um he'll show me something I've got no interest I don't want to look at it I don't want to speak about it I don't want to laugh at it you don't know do you that's what could have been going on with Jada she could have had a bad day 18 million micro stresses PMT and she got touchy I don't know, nobody knows, we're only speculating. <laughs> but did you also see that Rebel Wilson made a joke, like, I think it was the last week or the week before, saying, like, the best role Will Smith has done is pretending to be okay with all his wife's boyfriends? So, I just feel like that's, like, a micro-stress, you know? Did that have something to do with it? I'm not excusing it at all, because I do think it's out of order to go up to somebody on the Oscar stage, no less, and slap somebody when he's a comedian doing his job. But... You know, was there, there's just got to be more behind it, I think. Like, he's sick of all these comments about people. And even in his speech, he said that, like, oh, when you do what we do, you have to accept people, like, talking shit about you, basically. Which I guess probably happened his whole career. But at the minute, you know, like, if you've got the spotlight on you that much and your marriage, especially, then it's got to take a toll on you, isn't it? It's got to be quite tough. But yeah, I'm obviously going to do some polls on this on my Instagram, at Sadie Maltby and at Love Butler. I need to know, I need to delve more into this. My friend actually told me a very wise thing once, and she said that everybody gets jealous. It's natural, it's a natural emotion. But how you react to it tells you everything, which is so, so, so true. I'll give you a perfect example. A few years ago, lol 10 years ago yes I'm that old <laughs> for something to be 10 years ago lol at me trying to pass it off as the other week no a good 10 years ago I'm out on New Year's Eve forgive me if I've said the story but I'm out on New Year's Eve with this my second quote-unquote crazy boyfriend don't know if that's like a PG word to use um I'm out on New Year's Eve a boy I think I have said it, a boy comes up to us and hugs us says happy new year my ex-boyfriend grabs a glass bottle smashes it on the shelf and goes to go after the guy I know full well he would never have done anything with it never saw that boy in a fight my whole life even though he's quick enough to square up to everybody one of those um he was no Will Smith <laughs> lol um yeah did that was crazy I was like oh my god I literally argued with him I was like you're being absolutely ridiculous and not being with somebody that can potentially do that using the doghouse that was that skip to Christmas time I'm out with Matt we're in the club um we're on a table so our table is like in my eye line yes yeah? so we can see me I can see him I'm coming back from the bathroom I get stopped on the way by a guy asking for my Instagram um I mean firstly who asks for Instagrams you must have been at least five years younger than me because you would just ask for my number no I mean it's not as bad as somebody asking for my snapchat at least anyway um he asks my Instagram I'm like no I've got a boyfriend I'm saying to him I was like my boyfriend is literally there I'm pointing at Matt I'm like my boyfriend is literally there I'm with him 
he's like, no, no, I'll just give me your Instagram, just give me your Instagram. And I thought, oh, do you know what? I'll shut you up. It's just my Instagram. I'm not going to follow you back. You could follow it anyway in public, yeah? Give my name, carried on the night, fine. The next morning, Matt's like, um, just need to know, did you give your number to somebody last night? It's fine if you did, he says. I mean, come on now, acting a little bit too cool there. Um, but yeah, I was just wondering. And I was like, oh, no one else, I just told him what happened. And he's like, oh, yeah, fine. I was like, I can't believe you've waited until now to say. And he was like, yeah, but we both had a drink and, you know, I didn't want to, you know, it's like after a drink, I didn't want it to like turn into an argument or a big deal. And I was like, oh, sweet baby Jesus, Lord above, that is growth on my part, on his part. Like, that's the right way to handle like a bit of jealousy. You know, could I have done the same thing? It's questionable. I probably, I mean, I would never have stormed over or started a fight or anything like that, obviously. But could I have stewed on that all night? Probably not. Probably as soon as you come back, I'd have been like, have you just given your number to somebody? You're making a joke out of me. But then if he told me that, obviously I would have been like, yeah, fine. For me, it just proves that it's not love that makes you crazy. It's you, what else is going on in your head and yeah, how you react to stuff. is more reflection on you than like the relationship and love. Like we're going through the same thing at the minute with Kanye and Kim like Kanye obviously is doing the same thing where he's saying he loves his wife so much and he wants her back he wants her back and they want to get back together so he's doing videos of Pete Davidson like pretending to decapitate him and stuff no he definitely doesn't love Kim more than like another husband going through a divorce loved his wife do you get me it's just a reflection on him but I'm not going in on Kanye because He's actually got some mental struggles and, yeah, I'm staying out of that one. But, yeah, I just think it shows how important it is. We keep coming back to stuff like this on the pod. How important it is to be okay in yourself and your mental state before you're in a relationship. Because you need to just be able to, like, ground yourself and think, okay, is this the best way for me to handle a situation? No. And it takes strength. It's, like, literally a skill in it to, like, be able to train your brain like that and your emotions and to like hold your anger in like it's hard although I did see videos of Will dancing it up later so hopefully it'll be um okay today because if that was me oh my god it's bad enough when you wake up after a night out and if like if you've been out and you've had a drink or whatever it's bad enough waking up the next day and like panicking what you've put like on your Instagram story imagine waking up after doing that and, like, the whole world, including news outlets. Like, it actually be in mainstream news talking about it. Like, oh, that's anxiety to another level, isn't it? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I'm going to leave the uh, drama there. As I said, I'm going to put stuff on the poll. So please come and also tell me your thoughts. Because I've spoken about so many people to this today. Like, people have been messaging me about it and stuff. So, yeah. Come and tell me your thoughts. But... I wanted to share um, the results, well, not really the results, but I have a quick little discussion about the polls I did last week on Instagram about what we think about somebody not kissing on the first date. So I give three options. Uh, The first one was, it means nothing. The second one was, they don't like you. And the third one was, they save it for the the second date or trying to secure the second date. And like the majority of you said, it means nothing. 
I was like, oh, great, okay. So the backstory is that I went on a first date with a guy. I really liked him. We didn't kiss. Um, and then I was like, oh, my God, does he not like me? I mean, we did say goodbye on the tube. Maybe that was it, because I did eventually see him again and stuff. So, but honestly, at that time, I was like, oh, my God, what's this mean? You can imagine, a young gal dating in London. <laughs> I was like, what does this mean? Does he not like me? Anyway, when I saw that, Paul, I was like, nice, okay, it means nothing. This is like five years ago, by the way. <laughs> I clearly was over it, but just keen to know what happened because I never asked him. Um, until I got to the next poll, which was, what does it mean if you choose not to kiss somebody? Does it mean nothing? Does it mean you want to secure the date? Does it mean you don't like them? The majority of you said it means you don't like them. So clearly... We're all telling ourselves lies. We're all saying, oh, if I don't kiss somebody, it means I don't like them. But if they don't kiss me, it means they're trying to get a second date. Like, I love the positive thinking for ourselves. We're protecting the mental there, uh, protecting our egos. And I mean, I appreciate it. If you can't back yourself, then who can you back, you know? Is that even a saying? I think uh, if you can't back yourself, how do you expect anybody else to? That makes more sense. Mm hmm. Okay. So, um, last thing, (laughs) last week I didn't do the love story of the week because I was going to Paris where it was pre-recorded. So, as promised, I wanted to end this week's episode with my love story of the week and I'm so excited about this one. It's so, so nice. So here we go. So, my mother's friend left her husband of 17 years, right? Had no intention of ever getting with somebody else. Booked a holiday with their daughter and their daughter's friend. Went to Greece for a week. And then, on the bus on the way home from uh, London to Cardiff, she noticed this tall, dark and very handsome man get on, right? And the bus was getting busier. And she said to him, if the bus gets any busier, I'll come and sit next to you. And the bus did fill up, so she moves over, sits next to him, and she said that they, like, talked and flirted the whole way home. They never exchanged numbers, so the only thing that he knew about her was that she was a lifeguard in a pool in the Ronda. So, a week later, she's on her shift in the pool, she comes out, and the guy is lying by the side of the pool, just chilling. So she's like, oh my god, asks her friend to cover cover for her, and goes and speaks to him. He had gone round every single pool in the Ronda asking if a Julie worked there. One pool he went to, there was a Julie that worked there and it was the wrong one. <laughs> so funny. Um, but eventually he found her. They moved in six months later and they've been married 33 years. Like, is that just not the sweetest story meant to be so, so romantic? like the effort levels I just absolutely loved it so there you have it my love story of the week was a goodie um I put more on TikTok if you want to come and follow me over there everything is linked below and yeah as always come and chat to me come and tell me your stories if you've got a love story that I can share I would love to hear them and yeah follow me chat to me and have a good week I'll see you next time thanks bye